0: Escobar go. Go. on the beat legend talks I King legend talks I ready yo 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 King legend talks I radio.
1: How are I'm great. How are you?
2: I'm excellent. Welcome to King Legend Talks. It's about to go damn.
1: Big boy flex. You better know it.
2: Listen, everybody, this is the one and only Kelly Kells in the building.
1: In the building. You know what? You smart. That's my favorite part in the building. I can be on a plane, on a boat. I can be in the house, but
2: I'm in the building. I Absolutely. Care. I could be outside, and we still in the building.
1: We had a picnic, and I'm in the building. I don't
2: give a damn. Absolutely. So listen, I really want to say I appreciate you for coming through the King Legend Talks, and we're going to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? On um, this platform, we like to talk about uh, people in the, and give them their flowers, you know, their journey so yeah. far so we can inspire other people um, to go out and get their dreams. You know, you don't have to just live your old regular lifestyle. You got a dream, go get it. <laughs> And Go so that's what we're it. about.
1: It's for the about the and If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to require a couple of pressure points, but that's okay.
2: Absolutely. Pressure bus pipes. <laughs> Absolutely. So listen, everyone, we got the one and only, like I said, Kelly Kells in the building all the way from Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
1: Boy, I got that on my shirt. Let me see. Let them see that. 22nd and center.
2: Talk about it. Talk, Talk about, about it. About it. Four, How one, was both. it? How was it growing up out there?
1: Oh, wow. So, um, I grew up in the 90s, <laughs> and life was good. Even when you lived in the hood, it was so family-oriented that it didn't feel dangerous or unsafe because these your cousins who stay next door. Or mm-hmm. your mama grew up with the people that stayed up on the block, so I enjoyed it. My neighborhood was really like a community where uh, five houses on the block was all my family, aunts, okay. and uncles, and then two houses down the street, so... I got a chance to have a hood experience, but then my mother really was one of them parents, like, hey, you in Girl Scout, you going out of town, you going to travel, you going to do all this other shit,
0: so Mm -hmm. you can
1: be hood, but you going to have some exposure. So I had the best of both worlds growing up. Uh, I wasn't one of them tough kids. I've always been like, oh my God.
0: Can y'all, somebody
1: push me on the swing? They like, Kelly, no, use your legs. I'm like, I'm not about to do that. i ain't
2: got nobody to push me she she took us all the way way back to the swing (laughs) that i remember one time in elementary school i tried to do a backflip off of a swing and i and i bust my toe
1: how did that end it
2: it, you know i learned how strong i was there you go there you go what
1: oh what the hood don't give you flavor it don't give you tenacity because you really do you really have to be around a group of people who may not have the same upbringing as you right Mm -hmm. who just kind of like oh you ain't rough you like i did look at this scrape so shit
2: (laughs) absolutely and then uh fun fact everyone she's born on october the 29th
1: yes i am scorpio that's what day my
2: birthday is that
1: what ain't your birthday do not play with me like that. Nah, you nah. Know. I
2: ain't going to do you like that. Your birthday My birthday's birthday. on you
1: the 28th. You know that's the whole movement.
2: Mine's on the 28th. I mean, same shit. You was up early. You <laughs>
1: super early. Look at you been on time for shit. It was supposed to be the 29th. So we were uh, uh,
2: it all depends on what year we talk about, but we ain't going to talk about that.
1: 10-29th. <laughs> <laughs> <10, 29. laughs> Eat October up. October Scorpios just hit different. Shout out to all the Scorpios, but October Scorpios, we on a different spectrum.
2: Absolutely. And anybody
1: wondering, this is cranberry
2: juice. Okay, definitely cranberry juice. Um, so moving forward, we got we got college in your life. Let's talk about the college life. What was that like? A lot of people ain't go to college. I mean, you from the hood, you know, to make it to college is like a big deal. So, uh, Absolutely. let's explain what it meant for you and your family. Um.
1: Well. Uh, a HBCU out of not all true. colleges, Central State University in Wilberforce, Ohio. Um, when uh, I was younger, I went on a, a college tour. I'm not sure if a lot of people offer that, but I went on a black college tour where I went to Hampton. I went to Spelm. I went to Howard. Um, and those were the ones I went to. But my pastor and then my sixth grade teacher at the time, he mm-hmm. was a graduate of Central State University. So he took a group of kids to Central I went on a college campus. It was like a home away from home. Here I am, a freshman at this point, thinking to myself, wow. So when you leave home, you really literally can come to a community of people Mm -hmm. who look like you, who may even have the same upbringing or not, but they still have the same focus of we trying to just better ourselves. And y'all can be popping like that. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I played soccer. I played soccer in high school and I was pretty good. And I got a scholarship to the University of Wisconsin, and I did not go.
2: Who knew? You played soccer. Who knew? Soccer? I was a goalie. What?
1: Yes, I was a goalie, and I did not go because man, I'm just, And when I say I'm black, be black, black, I love all my people. I love people, but I just love being around my people. So an right. HBCU experience was just something that felt like the right thing to do. So I received the Tom Joyner scholarship. Shout out to Tom Joyner um, mm-hmm. for having these immaculate grades. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely, um, definitely. Got me a scholarship and it was so, that i got to central and i made it i went with two of my best friends one decided that she had to leave because they didn't have the nursing program and then another decided oh she had to leave because oh, she got pregnant which is great because my goddaughter's is amazing so uh-huh. then i'm here by myself and i'm like what am i doing i'm staying Not only am I saying I'm pledging Delta Sigma Theta, Sorority Incorporated, shout out to the Devastating Divas of DST, Delta Kappa Chapter specifically, and yeah, it was life changing.
2: So I do have to ask you a question, because you mentioned Hampton University, right? Yeah. And so that's in my city, actually. Yeah. You know, and so I'm curious, why did you pass up on H? What was it? that didn't register to you that you wanted to go to HU. I'll never ask somebody this, by the way. So I'm just asking for a friend. i for a
1: friend. Well, I didn't have the natural connection to it. I had the connection more with my pastor slash teacher. Mm-hmm. So it was more like, oh my God, his experience, he told me, of Central State University was those ones I want to do. So it wasn't nothing like, oh, I would have loved to have been at Hampton. However, any, honestly, any HBCU, I would right. drive in just any any school I went to at all because I received my master's degree from a PWI. But I would have I would have made it any school. But it's just that the connection was more or less with the human who had with, with my pastor who had already been there. Got so it see. wasn't nothing. Oh God! But when I was on Hampton, I was like, Oh my God! These girls are so fly. It was just energy. So yeah,
2: yeah, so I got you. So it was like more relatable to you. That's yeah. why.
1: And okay. it was close. So. Um, that's the closest HBCU to Milwaukee, you know, in the mm-hmm. Midwest. Yeah. Besides Wilberforce, you know, uh, but
2: that makes sense. So let's let's talk about from college to becoming a teacher. Like you, you've had a lot of hats that you wore. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. A lot of people. Some of the things that you're telling me so far, like playing soccer. I would never even had thought. Hold that. on,
1: cheerleading! I cheerlead for four years too.
2: See, look. I was at
1: the bottom of the pyramid, holding up all them. Pl-
2: <laughs> you did it all. So I did it
0: all. As
2: Forensics far as
0: debate.
2: being a teacher, as far yeah. as being a teacher, what was that like for you? Tell me, tell me, what was the first day like as a school teacher? Because no one talks about this. Like no one really asks a teacher, what was your first day like? So, what was your first day like as a school teacher?
1: Well, see, I may have a different experience from somebody who don't have prior knowledge with dealing with kids. So um, my entire life from 16 to about 30, I worked in Milwaukee Recreation Department. So I work work in rec. And when you work with rec, you work with like kids who just grimy, not even grimy, kids from all over like, what up? And you Mm -hmm. just got to bring them in. Oh, this ain't no school principal. You can suspend them. These are kids that really need to come looking for an outlet. So right. when I jumped in the classroom and it was structured, I'm like, oh, shit, this is too easy. And and I took the approach, like, these are my kids. So at the time when I first started teaching, I didn't have any children. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, you're my son. You're my daughter. I love you. Don't play with me. Um, we're going to do this together. We're going to figure it out. Because I have ADHD. And mm-hmm. I've never been diagnosed, but I, I'm sure it's some type of shit like that. I know <laughs> I know for a fact it's something like that. Um, so I was able to connect with students when I seen them kind of like being off and just being all over the place. Cause that mm-hmm. I was that girl, right. I am that girl to this day. So it was it was like a
2: wow. So you were you were like the the favorite teacher. You know how every oh, every absolutely. student has a a teacher that they can't wait to go to their class
1: in the building though like i'm talking about if i walk past your classroom kids get in trouble like hi, hey, missed net i was Mr. net at the time that's my maiden name hi hey, mr net. and i'm like <laughs> you know i'm just that teacher i'm in the right. assemblies i'm into the uh programs i'm acting a fool my classroom got the best before yeah so mm-hmm. i really took it like um a give back it was like a community type thing i never really wanted to be a teacher man i was a communication major radio and tv broadcasting this is what i do listen to right. my voice this is a radio voice this Absolutely. is that type of energy right
2: mm-hmm. but
1: when i graduated from central you and i know and a lot of people know that's in the um media field it is a very very competitive field people not leaving radio that's why you Absolutely. hear people's voice they like vicky 107.9 they 87 They've been here since they was 22. They not leaving. Not at all. Not at all. So I couldn't just sit there and twiddle my thumbs. Well, one of my friends from high school, her dad had opened a choice school, which a charter school, and they needed teachers. And Mm -hmm. so one of the requirements was they would pay for you to get your license. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I can get paid for working while I'm working on a license. So that's what I did. I got my. alternative license in teaching and then i end up going back and get my master's in administrative leadership certified k-12 through um,
2: that's smart
1: that's smart on, so, on, on the school thanks yeah
2: yeah that was real smart yeah because you know a lot of people out here winging it And ain't not wrong with that man because you know you got dreams you're gonna go get them one way or another that's <laughs> fine but that always have something to back up you know fall back on that's also good too that's smart you know, talking
1: about fall back on like when my career started popping, low key, right. I just like you know what, I, I ain't doing these kids no justice, y'all. I gotta get up out of here. They like, don't leave, don't leave. Become a sub, a uh, sub. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> That's perfect. You can right. take off without nobody. Um, like why you ain't here today? Because I don't have to be, and you right. also don't have a huge obligation to a specific classroom, a curriculum. So I subbed uh, for like two years, boy. But I was so cold as a sub. Every principal wants to keep me in their building. Like, could you be the building sir? No, girl. But yeah, I'm going to stay because I like y'all.
2: Absolutely. So let's talk about, you know, making the next move towards like your comedy. You know, you've done some pretty notable things when it comes to being a comedian, yeah. uh, to say the least. Moving to New York and, you know, HBO, you know, <laughs> you got a lot of, lot of stuff you're working with over there. So yeah. let's, let's talk about that a little bit. What, was, what is that like for you being a comedian now? The transition.
1: Well, the transition was, um, hey, you're taking too many days off of work, Kelly. What you about to do? Okay. Teaching is something that you're good at, but what is your passion? And I had to be passion driven. And my husband was like, hey, we moving to New York. I'm like, it's February. School is not out to June. He's like, we out of here. I'm like, we leaving. He like, in two weeks. The whole, everybody. The two house, weeks. Everything.
2: Change your whole life.
1: Your whole Two life. Weeks. And and when I made that transition, that's exactly what happened. It was a shift. So here I am coming from the Midwest, where we're a working class, where mm-hmm. we we know how to keep a pace of generating income and you know, providing. But then you move to New York where it's fast paced everybody's at the beat of their own drum. People are making lanes out of no lanes. If you're moving too slow, you will get passed up. And if you're moving too fast, you may mess around and miss something that was for you. It was like, oh, okay, I'm jumping on this full throttle. I did that. Shout out to Talent, who's my mentor, my big brother. Talent mm-hmm. was one of the reasons why we moved to New York. He like, hey, come here, get your name known, and you'll pop. And that's exactly what I did. When People, for all the comedians, for all the entertainers who know, um, when you go to New York, you can do about five or six rooms one night, right? Wow. You're constantly yeah. working. So more work, more times you shoot in the gym, you're gonna hit more shots every time you shoot. And that was that thing. And then you just realize like this is my this is my ministry.
0: Right.
1: This is a gift. Like, cause I at this point, I ain't even working. I'm really up here just shooting. Like, oh, I'm just being Kelly. And I'm like, these people are
2: you're shooting a shot and you're you're winning
1: and i'm winning and and sometimes you it's hard for you to see what winning is and because we gauge winning on so many different levels of what we see and what we think you're winning the moment you step out on faith you're winning when you realize i'm not even working a job and my my life hasn't changed oh my life has changed it's better wow we're doing all this off of my gifts so that happened then. So being super dope, shout out to Mary Lindsay, who is the love of my life, the owner of the previous owner of Jokes and Notes, which was a staple comedy club in Chicago. She mm-hmm. is like one of those people, she's like the one of the godmothers of comedy. Mm-hmm. She's like, Hey, HBO um is bringing it back, uh, Def Jam. Um, auditions are in Chicago. I'm like, I'm living in New York. I'm like, I'm flying in. I flew okay. in. With all the heavy hitters in the shy. And guess what? Bink, bink, it's mine. Thank you, God. Now, now I'm like, y'all not. No, I pray for times like this to shine like okay, this. Okay, okay. All the nights I spent on some, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's happening. And you're in the moment, but it's happening so fast. You can't even be in the moment. You're like, okay, I got to lose 30 pounds. I got to gotta get myself together. I got to come over to set. Gotta, and then, it, boom, it happens. And so that happened. And then you realize, okay, on to the next. So you you get in films. And I'm in two movies, um, uh, independent films where I started And I'm like, I'm, I'm the star of them. Shout out to right. Roleplay Play, the movie, which is on Amazon Prime, and Disconnection Notice. But I've also featured in a couple of other films, Civilian Life, and I'm currently working on things now. And at first, I could mm-hmm. be transparent. you like, I want it to be a Netflix movie. I want it to be a Sony, Paramount. Man, you better mm-hmm. count your blessings and know that everybody started somewhere. And the fact that you are in these, think about your, your favorite somebody, your favorite artist, uh, entertainer, athlete. They mm-hmm. didn't start out in the league in the nba they started off with an aau they started off with jb varsity and you work your way up and i don't even know like am i mad about anything that's going on it's just my way it's my way and it feels good
2: I, it's I, definitely it's yeah. definitely a process that everyone has to go through you know it's yeah. important that people understand that when you are looking at other people that may appear to be successful that It was a lot of hard work and dedication put in a lot of times where you were by yourself and you just like, man, people don't support me for real. And then all of a sudden you start to see people come later, you know, and it's like, well, where you say you support me since day one, but I remember who supported me since day one. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people, they kind of catch on later. And then, and so, what, how do
1: what do we do with that though? So that's why I'm in limbo. With you gotta
2: kids. keep it. You gotta keep it because you know, you know, you you know, you know who was there. Yeah. Like you can't, and, and it's weird because it's a weird vibe. Because like <laughs> I can tell you from the podcast when it first started, I remember uh, when I first first started. Shout out to Jordan Jackson, by the way, because he was on my podcast when when I when. Before I even had anybody popping just on the show. Go,
1: Jordan. You know what I'm saying?
2: Shout out to him. Because, you know, he was very humble. And he just let me know it was possible. It's you know possible, what I'm saying? And- it's possible. And um I, and I really commend people like that. Because they don't have to do it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so, when you get into situations like that on a regular basis. You end up realizing there are people out here that have a heart. You know. Um, okay. Don't let the hype fool you. A lot of people, they kind of look at certain situations and environments and be like everyone is this way no that's not true yeah there are some people out there that really do have a heart that really do care about people so i just had to give him a shout out real quick um now speaking about your goals what, what do you see yourself in the next five years
1: so for me that has always been a question i think is just like so cliche because mm-hmm. five years I ain't even promised, my boy. Like it,
2: it really ain't. It really now. ain't.
1: Five years from not so long. Like where I see myself in fifteen minutes from now, right? right. Is constantly producing content, being creative, living in the now, um, enjoying the moments, um, receiving what the universe is giving to me. That's mine, mm-hmm. right? And because. Everything that I thought I was going to have, I got it, but not the way I thought it was going to come, so that five year plan can sometimes put a strain on you. I feel That's like true. I feel like I know it's certain things I want, so I want to have my own daytime talk show i'm going to I'm going to have my own daytime television show where I'm interviewing in in the midst between Oprah Ellen. You right. understand what I'm saying like mm-hmm. where people are where I'm sitting on the couch crisscross applesauce. You know what I'm saying? People are like opening up. This is like your your favorite. Everybody loves Kelly.
2: Absolutely. What's up? Let's
1: talk about what's real. Let's be good. Let's that sounds good.
2: like the name of a show, by the way. That is, that is the name of a show. Loves everybody Kelly.
1: loves Kelly <laughs> because if you don't, it's something wrong with
0: you. Right. Um,
1: and that's where I mean, movies. I'm really good at acting. I'm just I've been I've been in theater my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, not no like I paid for theater classes. No, like just theater in school or. Theater in church, right? Just really, but it's just in me, and some people is just in. And uh,
2: so now we got to talk about the theater. I ain't gonna let you slip and slide on Don't that let one. We're the gonna theater. talk I'm about, talking
1: about solo humorous, we talking about solo serious. I'm right. I not playing Tina Turner, me playing Tina Turner. Come on, man.
2: Okay, <laughs> so what was your most embarrassing moment when it comes to theater? Because we all have one.
1: Well, baby, it's uh, Speaking of Tina Turner, why would they go to Costume Party City and get these lime green plastic uh, dresses? So I'm hitting the rolling, but I've always been sick (laughs) my entire life. Why would they have me playing Tina? Okay, I keep asking that. I've been asking that since 2003, by the way. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) When I tell you I didn't do nothing but a slight spin and my hip was like left the good job in the city
2: oh
1: <laughs> whole thigh out
2: oh my goodness this, the night
1: performance the whole auditorium is packed and everybody like yeah kelly they, they scream my name like Kelly and I thought they were saying yeah Kelly they was like yo hip I was like I am hip <laughs> I'm hip i
2: yes not that hip not the that hip one. out <laughs>
1: But I had the biggest
2: panties on in the world. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's it's so crazy that I have a similar story, but it has nothing to do with panties. Okay. (laughs) I was on stage and you ever heard of um, A Raisin in the Sun? Of course. I was playing Walter. Oh, wow. In the play. Now, I'm going to make a long story short, but the situation was costume rehearsal, our first dress rehearsal. Yeah, and my school teacher at the time, I tried to tell him that this is the size I wear. I'm a big dude, <laughs> right? The fact is not believe
1: him he's not listening.
2: <laughs> they didn't believe me. He's like, "Nah, you don't wear that size." I said, "Yes, I do." I do. <laughs> so <laughs> he goes out and he goes buys what he think I wear instead of what I told him I wear because he assumed that I just wanted to wear some baggy pants or something like that. Oh, and I'm like, no, this is my size. Anyway, the day of the dress rehearsal, we invite all the school, all the administrators, the staff, and they want to know what we've been working on. Because we actually went to an official theater, so this is supposed to be a big deal. So absolutely. they wanted to know where their money was going, basically. Yeah. So I get up there, and everyone, the whole cast, they, you know the show can't go on without me. So I'm sitting here like, I can't wear these pants. I told you I can't wear them. I can't- so peer pressure kicks in. Everybody is like, put them on. They don't look that bad. Put them on. The whole show waiting on me. Everyone outside sitting there. So I said, <sighs> all right, I'm put on these pants. I get out there on that stage. And if you know the story of the Raising the Sun, you know it is a drama. It is not a comedy. At all. So as soon as I walk out on that stage, the entire audience starts busting out laughing. Oh. I didn't even get a line out. The whole place was rolling. And so it was so crazy as I got upset. I walked off stage and my brother, at the time, he drives a yellow cab. So I called my brother. Yo, come pick me up. They can leave my stuff know. out here. Right. My brother pulls up. He happens to be around the corner. He pulls up in the yellow cab. He yeah,
1: ran outside in little
2: pants in the yellow cab. And we drove off. My school teacher felt so bad because mm-hmm. he thought I really paid for a cab to take me home. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't her brother, I told her that was my brother and I've never told him that was my brother. And I hope he's watching today. It. He
1: should feel bad because you told him that you needed the right size. And so we already right. live with that guilt.
2: Absolutely. You know, it was hilarious. But that was my most embarrassing moment, you know, when yeah, theater. Yeah, it
1: happens. But see the great thing about theater that I like is that um Theater is so a movement. You're you're like engulfed in the right. vibe or whatever that feeling is. So you're gonna have highs and lows. And so once you learn theater, you can truly just manipulate it the way you want it.
2: Absolutely. If I want these
1: people to cry, we're gonna cry. If I, want these I love to act, I love
2: the way you can kind of put your personality into the character yeah, that you're playing. You love
1: I love it. I love theater. I love acting. Um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm just an entertainer. So that's why a lot of things. That's why I, I'm not worried about anything. Anything I touch is going to turn into gold because I'm, I'm, I embody the experience. I embody the, the operation of it all.
2: Absolutely. From soccer player to cheerleader to school teacher to actor to comedian. Yeah. We have Kelly Kel on the show. In the
1: building. In the
2: building. It's so crazy to me. So, like, let's talk skits. We ain't even touched on skits yet. You know what I'm saying? So... As far as your skits go, um, where the first of all, when did, when did that start for you, and did you ever imagine it being what it is today?
1: Here's a moment of honesty, moment of clarity. Um, I come from stand up, right? So right. when the Instagram skit people took over, I was I'm stuck in limbo with the old school comedians, like wait, but not enough to say forget it. But, like, hmm, I'm not doing that. Well, my homeboy, shout out to cheating, asked Myron. He, mm-hmm. uh, him and I are both from Milwaukee. Um, actually, we started doing comedy at the same time. He just took that more acting side of it, and I took stand-up and went my way. And, right. you see, that's that's up.
2: <laughs> oh.
1: And when it's stuck, yeah. So, right. um, but, uh <laughs> <laughs> I I was doing. We were doing skits. We were just trying to do stuff. So we were doing stuff. We were doing stuff in Milwaukee. Then I moved. Then I come out. So I've been dabbling in it since seven, eight years ago.
2: Right. Before
1: I moved to New York. Wow,
2: seven, eight years ago.
1: Yeah, I was dabbling in skits for a while. But when it don't hit for all my content creators, we all know like, (laughs) I'm done. Don't nobody like me. Nobody's liking. Nobody's resharing. So you just give it up. And I'm like, oh, it don't matter. I'm getting bread. I'm traveling their country, in and out the country. I'm international. My followers are going up. I prayed for a million followers on IG and God gave it to me on Facebook where the money reside. Mm. Right. And you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, whatever. But
2: congrats on that, by the way. That's a big deal. So
1: much, man, because that's that's organic followers. You can't buy followers on Facebook. Right. So for me to get a million followers organically, shout out to my team. Shout out to jay prince shout out to glossy bird shout out to lily shout out to those people who really were pushing the envelope and Mm -hmm. these are my people who've been here since day one we talking about we have zero experience with the entertainment field but we know they like you're the superhero we got the other superpowers and we're going and that's exactly Mm -hmm. what we did so i'm sorry i guess i told you the adhd but it's all (laughs) part of you like i be wanting people to know like it's so much Backstories to things that people mm-hmm. don't see. So, like I said, dabbling in that for seven years, or whatever. I get to Atlanta, and speaking of Jordan, um, Jordan was one of those people. I started doing videos with Country Wayne. Um, mm-hmm. I was in LA. I did some videos with Daphneek, and, and then those videos like started going viral. I'm like, oh, but then you just yeah. leave it alone because you think it's it's those people. Mm-hmm. You don't realize you sometimes don't realize what you have because that right. is what you're looking for. Yeah. Well. Jordan, like, hey, we started we started doing stuff together. And so when people see you and they see your gift, other people call and they are like, hey Kelly, could you be in this skit keeping that? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. And at first I was like, man, I ain't even got no character. They're like, you're the character.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm like,
1: I don't have a character. What am I doing? They like, please. They're
2: like, just be you.
1: Just be you. I'm like, God, I prayed to just be me. I right. prayed. That's a real pr- like. Even when I get roles, I'm like, man, I, I hope they let me read this the way I want to. They like, I love it. I didn't right. even see it that way. And I'm like, God, thank you. Because he'll give you the desires of your heart. But he also knows, like, you just have to be committed to that. So
2: that's boy. such a blessing for real. Because, like, a lot of people, in the, when it comes to acting specifically, they get booked to be somebody else, to bring life to a character. So, so that, when you're, when you're booked to be you, like, listen, we like you so much that we just want you to p- take the script and apply it to what you. But would be.
1: be a, but be a, um, a reporter. Being
2: right. you, right. huh? Right. What would you be like if you was a reporter? What would you be like if you were an athlete? Like that is the coolest thing ever.
1: And you get to enjoy those type of things, and that's the that's the thing. Right now, I've been asking God. I've asked God for years. To man, I just want to stay enjoying this. I want to stay humble. I want to stay aligned. And then sometimes that humble word confuses me. And it mm-hmm. made me that's what to was like, shrink myself. Nah, you can't shrink yourself. You just got to be bold in that. I'm very humble. I'm very open. I'm very, I'm um, inviting, but I know that I am all that I say that I am. I know that I'm, I'm great. I know that. So when I get in them skits and I get to just lights, camera, action, mm-hmm. it's just go time. And perfect example. 38B. A video! We literally going to do a comedy show in St. Louis. Me and Myra getting on a plane. Playing. We play all the time, but me and him have really good chemistry. Our right. chemistry is amazing. We've been doing this for eight years together, right?
2: Eight years.
1: Eight years off and on. And mm-hmm. when he took off his as cheating ass he, he he had a whole other voice. That's his thing. Go be great because I'm right. your friend.
0: Right. You know
1: what I'm saying? We're friends. and And it's going to always come back and intertwine. So... I just started recording, like, Oh, it's our first trip together. He told me on in first class, like, this is just what I'm just saying. Right. I know we thought about this. It's just me talking. That's I'm what I was about really
2: to say, because I could tell in the video, he was a little caught off guard there, but he played
1: along with you. you That's know the saying? great thing about it. Yeah. Being caught off guard is natural. Right. Who wouldn't be caught off guard if somebody just told the whole plane we were supposed to be in first class, and that video right. went viral, and it 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 was one of those reminders. Dude, if you just trust me with a little bit, I'm going to show you a lot. So, don't right. be focused. Because, you know, we are human. you human. You're mm-hmm. a five-time winner, uh, podcast winner, award-winning podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you say. You may look at other things like, I want that. I want that. Not that you don't want the people that they do have it not to have it. I just right. want it also. God, like, that ain't for you. Absolutely. Still, I got something else for you. And that's exactly what it was. I went from 6,000 followers on TikTok to 130,000 followers in four or five days. I'm TikTok famous. I wasn't even dealing with TikTok. You hear me? God fixed it. TikTok, TikTok, (laughs) fixed it (laughs) right away.
2: Absolutely. So now how do you think of new content? Like what what kind of inspiration do you have? Is it just one of the spare in the moment things that you do as far as uh, when I'm shooting a video? Hey, look. Let's just make something happen, or do you kind of you have a thought process behind it?
1: I'm pretty much like uh, I could think of some things. I have some ideas. Like I, I have a lot of friends that call me like this would be good, this would be good. And but their ideas would be like, oh, okay, that's great, but I have to get like four or five people with mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? To, you know, to to create that sketch. Um, but a lot of times, like, those on-the-fly things I like to do. Like, I just put up a skit where I seen a girl flipping at a trampoline park. Mm-hmm. I literally told my husband to hold the phone, and I just walked over there. And I let the camera roll, then I cut it up. Wow. And people are like, dog, you crazy. I thought you was going to flip. Yeah, man, that's what I want to do. Just let it be real. Just let it flow, because that's pressure. Back to that. I'm asking God that if it's too much pressure, I don't want it. And right. I don't care. Not that I'm not, I'm not afraid of working. I'm a work, I'm a work hard. Everybody Mm. know me. I'm a, this is what I do, but I don't want pressure. I don't want force. So I'm like in this Zen that I'm like, dude, I'm enjoying this. So if Mm. it ain't fun, like yesterday I was going to an event for Amazon prime and I sent a sign that said, don't leave your belongings in the car. Huh? (laughs) I got plenty of shit in the trunk. What do? you? Right. About. So I just told my husband to record, and he like, "What you doing?" I'm like, "I'm getting all my stuff out the car before we go to the restaurant." He like, "You mm-hmm. can't take that in." I'm like, "Read the sign. You're supposed to take everything in. Simple. And right. it's just simple. Just make it relatable. I for me, don't put that much thought into it because it it over. It overtakes the project. It overtakes the the skit. Sometimes you're like, ah, "It's not fun." So yeah. I would like to do more reaction videos. I like reaction videos. I like being in a public place and just being whatever because they don't know. They don't Absolutely. know. They don't
2: now, know. Now, I know you probably give this question a lot, but I'm going to ask you anyway. What words of advice would you give to somebody that is wanting to pursue their dream, but they lack faith? Maybe they don't believe that they could do it or maybe they feel like their current living situation isn't the best and they're not willing to take that risk to go all in what would you say to that person
1: i i would say exactly use that to fuel you to do it if your current situation is not the best look around and be like man what can i do to get out of this um for those who lack faith that is something that you will be surprised to know there's a lot of people that are even making it superstars who still don't have a lot of faith right so faith is the substance of things hoped for of the evidence I don't know the scriptures, not seen, mustard seed. Y'all know what yeah. I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah. But faith is something that you got to believe in when you can't see it. So keep going. Stick to the fight with your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you must not quit. You know, don't give up. Um, things are going to go wrong as they sometimes will. Right. When the road you're treading seems all uphill. When your funds are low and your debts are high. When you want to smile but you have to sigh, when cares is pressing you down a bit. Rest if you must but don't you quit. Life is queer with its twists and turns as every one of us sometimes learn and many a failure turns about when he might have one had he stuck it out. Don't give up though The pace pace. May seem slow, you may succeed with another bow. Often the goal is nearer than it seems to a faint and far-trained man. Often the struggler has given up. He might have captured the victor's cup, but he learned too late as the night came down how close he was to the golden crown. So, just
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I felt like saying bars,
1: <laughs> bars don't quit. <laughs> just don't quit. The only time you fail is when you don't try, right. Yeah, because every er, in everything we do, in everything we do, it's a lesson, right? It may not turn out what you want to do, but what you can do is learn, hey, I can't go left this way because mm-hmm. if I go left, it's going to have everything crumble. But if I go right, then I turn around a the corner, then I go left, because I still want to go left. There's something over there. Like, uh, right. But you have to do a couple other steps before you can go left. Left is always still an option, but don't, don't just ne- scratch the whole project because I can't go left. Nah, go right figure it out. And, and that's exactly what it, we're all figuring it out. And you're going to figure out to the day you die. You're going to mm-hmm. figure it out to the day you die. It don't matter who you are. None of us, none of us, not you, nor have I ever met a person that's better than us. I don't right. care about money. I don't care about um, uh, social status. I don't care about uh, material things. Those things don't bring you um, wealth right right. that's within so knowing that you're wealthy within knowing that you are a winner within knowing that nobody's better than you we all on the even playing field just some people just reach different potentials at different levels you just Mm -hmm. go hard like that and and own it
2: absolutely now this is a very 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 important question
1: yeah
2: It's, it's a very serious question so i want you to think hard on it okay okay so legacy that's what this platform is all about yeah. You know, what do you want your legacy to be when it's all said and done? What do you want people to remember you for?
1: Um, I want people to remember me for being an open book, being able to go through a process and trust it and believe it, but also sharing the process with people so that they can take the proper steps without having to fail like I probably necessarily done in the past, um, I want people to know that uh, it's enough room at the top. Like the legacy of that, if each one reach one, if I if I am just let me get to a level where I can help, and mm-hmm. then I'm gonna come back. So I want to, it to be a a giving legacy. Like, hey, she can't constantly is giving back to the community with or without public knowledge. She's a giver, and and that's exactly what I am because when you give. Much will be given unto you. So I constantly, I want my legacy to be of giving, transparency, kindness, joy, peace, love, tranquility—like really that—and still be bad, thick. And you know what I'm saying? Still be a vibe, and right? Still give that because you don't have to be a mean person. Mm-hmm. Not even girl, a mean person. So,
2: absolutely, yeah. And so, and well, any new projects you want to let the people know about?
1: Oh, of course. So, I am constantly working on things. I believe I am a, a dot connector. Uh, I like putting groups of people together that make sense. Um, so, just previously, uh, we had the Funny by Nature Comedy Tour. Shout out to Vivica A. Fox, who was uh, the host of that. Um, shout out to Shima Franklin, Jess Niche, Crystal Powell. I love you girls. Um, they are all popping right now. And so, we're all working on different projects, but we're going to come back together with another banger. Boom. And um, so, I'm a mogul. I'm an icon. I am an influencer, and when you have that, it's like use that to your advantage. To a, put people on, and to b, put yourself on. So I'm trying to currently lose weight. Every every woman, i.e. and man, <laughs> wants nice. to have the ideal figure, uh, body f- figure. So I have thick fits that I am currently working on documenting my weight loss journey. While inspiring others Uh, Mother's Day This beautiful red lip that I am wearing um, We dropped my official lipstick It's called OKK uh, By Kelly Kells This color is fire So um, I wear a red lip all day Every day And why not create my own Why not push the bag for myself And um, yeah Movies I have uh, two new movies that I'm working on um, I have a pilot that I'm, I
2: mean, everything is just work in progress and we got project after project after project. That's what it sounds like.
1: Yeah.
2: You yeah. work on a lot.
1: Yeah.
2: How do you find time to sleep at night?
1: And I don't. <laughs> and I don't. I'll be giving me like four or five hours. I'll
2: be waking up my trainer be like, where you at? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We we saw your train on the skit with Jordan Jackson. Yeah. trying to get you up. You're just like, no, I don't want to get up right now.
1: Please, I don't. <laughs> but you know what? We can rest when we die. I mean, it is, it, it's, it's important for self-care to rest, right? Mm-hmm. I, say, I know. I'll be the first to say, I would take two or three days where if you don't live in my house and if you didn't have me, i.e. my mama or my daddy <laughs> or my grandma, you know, if you don't have no type of connection to those, I will not be answering my phone. I'm literally in here in pajamas. Hair pent up in a ponytail, laid mm-hmm. up under my husband, snuggled up under my baby, or not neither one of those. Literally in the bed, he downstairs, she in the room, and we are good.
0: Right. Because
1: I take those days for myself. But when I don't, I'm gone. I am I love, like, I'm a road comedian. So I'm mm-hmm. always on the road. Um. And that's just, that's, that's my thing. I'm always in the airports. I'm always on planes. And I just, I got to, yeah. I don't know, I mean, I just that's my rush. That's my that's my little joint. That's my <laughs> everything. That's how I get my high, man. And Anybody
2: want to shout is out? Is it
1: people I want to shout out? I want to shout out yeah. my daughter, Savannah. Hey, do the Savannah banana. She double digits now. Shout out to all the tourists. Uh, my baby just turned 10 and she's amazing, straight A student. Um, she's charismatic, full of life, full of energy. I want to shout out my husband, who is the rock of this family. He is the rock of my career. That man allows me to be Kelly when I'm with him, when I'm not with him. He understands that this is the bag. He understands that this is the blessing. And he just let me roll with it. Shout out to my team, Gossy Bird. Shout out to Lily, my marketing manager. Shout out to my sister. And I, I have a very dope support team. Man, man, Shout out to every person that was part of this process. Shout out to every person that prayed yeah. for me. Shout out to every person that spoke life over me. Shout out to the people that was hating on me. Thanks, I needed you too. Um, yeah, so just a major Absolutely. shout out to the people and a, a shout out to you, man, for even allowing. I, I know you've seen. I've seen your your roster of the podcast, and I'm, of course, should I, of course, I should. Be I
2: appreciate there. that. I appreciate yeah. that. You know, that just goes to show we all start from somewhere, and you yeah. just stay consistent, and things start to happen for you. Keep growing. Happen
1: gonna
2: happen is there absolutely so listen everyone this is the one and only kelly kells that's in the building in
1: the building
2: (laughs) just wanted to say i appreciate you so much for coming through to the podcast today i know you're busy i I, I see the phone is jumping so i'm gonna let you go but listen thank you so much again i can't thank you enough i know you're gonna be doing big and better things in the future And we'll
1: be there, I'm sure we'll be connecting in a couple of months like, oh my God, why you didn't tell me that? I'm like, okay, I'm telling you now.
2: (laughs) Thank you so
0: much, guys. Thank you so much for making it all the way through another great episode of King Legend Talks. I truly hope you feel motivated to go out and make your dreams come true. If you would like to stay notified on what's happening next and stay connected within the community, Please follow the host on social media at KingLegend757 or visit our official website where you will find the video version of this interview at www.KingLegendTalks.com. Thank you so much for your support and may God continue to bless you.